On episode 456 of Nintendo Switchcraft, we've got Nintendo Direct predictions. So many Mario levels, uh, just way too many for you to even imagine. And some weird Joy-Cons. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hello, this is Crazy Legs from Billings, Montana, and you are listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Switchcraft, your source for all the Nintendo news that you need. You can find Switchcraft live over on twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can, of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel for free so that you can see the video of Nintendo Switchcraft, or you can subscribe to the audio show for free as well. And, of course, the Twitch stream is free. Everything's free. It's all free. You didn't know that? It's ad-supported. Speaking of ad-supported, if you don't want the ads... You can get rid of those. How can you get rid of the ads? That's super easy. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Just like Charles K did. You get rid of all the ads. You just get the show. All my shows, not just Switchcraft. You get um, 143 pixels. You get Stadia Cast. You get run, jump, stomp. And you get uh, Nintendo Switchcraft. That's like, I, I don't even want to imagine how much content that is. But it's a lot. And you get it all for as little as a dollar a month. So join us over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Now, I feel like I lied to you just a minute ago. I said that it's brought to you live. This episode, not live. I have an appointment that I have to go to that is coinciding with my normal recording time, so I am recording this early. And that's okay. Um, That just means that things may have changed by the time you hear this, but that's all right. I'm I'm recording this early. Let's talk about Nintendo... um, Number one, you know, a couple episodes ago, I said, we're going to get a Nintendo Direct. And then last episode, I said, we're not getting a Nintendo Direct. And now this episode, I'm saying we're getting a Nintendo Direct. Only this time, it's official. We really are getting a Nintendo Direct this time. And uh, this Nintendo Direct is, uh, I almost said directly. Uh, (laughs) This tweet comes from Nintendo of America. It says, tune in on January 9th at 6.30 a.m., uh, Pacific time. So that would be 9.30 a.m. Eastern time, and you can convert it to whatever whatever time you want to know about uh, on your own. Uh, for roughly 20 minutes of new Pokemon information in a live-streamed Pokemon Direct presentation. Now, the first question that people, that I think that people are going to ask when they hear this is, does that mean we're not going to get a real direct? And I, I have to say, okay, all right, let's let's be fair. This is a real direct, but I know what you mean. What you mean is, are we going to get a more general direct that is not spe- specifically about one game? Because a lot of people aren't interested in Pokemon, and they don't want to know about what's happening in Pokemon. They want to know about all the different games that we're going to be playing in 2020 on our Nintendo Switch. And I can understand that. Um, yes, I, I, do, I don't, well, no. I don't remember what the question was that I asked, but the answer is, um, don't don't worry. We're, we're probably still going to get a Nintendo Direct. If you go back and you listen to the previous episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, or go back if you're watching it on YouTube and watch the previous episode, what you'll find 
is that uh, Nintendo has a history of doing um, directs like right after each other. Uh, so I think the next direct is actually imminent. Um, in the past, Nintendo has done Pokemon directs followed by a real Nintendo direct or a real Nintendo direct. And I'm saying real because that's what other people are saying. Uh, a, a, a more general Nintendo direct uh, followed by like an indie showcase. And they, they, they tend to do things that way in the early part of the year. So the first couple of months, that's usually the MO that Nintendo tends to follow. So I fully expect to get a more general Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Direct, all about 2020 very soon. And I would not be surprised if it was announced on the 10th or, you know, sometime between uh, the 10th uh, or maybe the 13th. I would expect it to be announced maybe sometime this weekend uh, over up to uh, Monday. Now, that being said, we're not here to talk about a possible Nintendo Direct. We're, we're here to talk about a definitive Nintendo Direct that we know about, and this one is about Pokemon. So what could they talk about for Pokemon? Well, I mean, I think that last episode I specifically predicted that they would not do a Pokemon Direct because they just brought out Sword and Shield. Looks like I was wrong about that. So what could they be talking about? Well, they could be talking about DLC, for Pokemon Sword and Shield. I think that that would be very, very interesting. And I just realized that my curtains are open and uh, that's going to mess up my lighting in here, but that's okay. We'll survive. Um, they could be talking about DLC for Sword and Shield, which I think a lot of people are winding down on, you know, collecting their Pokemon and stuff like that. I'm just starting myself, but I know a lot of people have been playing this game since November. And so they've probably done most of what they want to do in that. And to have some DLC thrown at them, that would be pretty good, I think. I also think that we will definitely hear about Pokemon Home. Uh, Pokemon Home, if you didn't know, is like... On the 3DS, we had this thing called Pokemon Bank, which allowed you to take your Pokemon, store them on the internet, and then... Uh, so like you would take Pokemon X and upload your Pokemon to Pokemon Bank from Pokemon X, right? And then you would download your Pokemon from Pokemon Bank into the next Pokemon game, which would be, you know, like Sword or not Sword, uh, Sun or Moon. And that is something that um, we've actually had for a while. It costs like a dollar or maybe it was like two dollars a year. It was very, very cheap to have Pokemon Bank. Well, Pokemon Home is kind of uh, that same thing all over again. We, we've we been told about it before, and I anticipate that we will hear more about that on the 9th. Um, that being said, I think that that's obvious that we'll hear about that. They have that weird Pokemon Sleep thing, which I don't care about, but I'm sure that we'll hear something about that. That's where you set like a sensor down next to your pillow and... It's supposed to encourage people to get a good night's sleep or, or something weird like that. I think it's weird. That's okay. Be weird if you want to, Nintendo. Although Pokemon Company, I guess, is, is what I should say. Uh, so those are the things I think we're 99% sure to hear about. Now, what would I really like to hear about? And probably not specifically for me, but I think it would be exciting for a lot of people. Would be a sequel to uh, Pokemon, or um, what is it? what the hell is it called? Poke Pokemon Tournament. 
Now, Pokémon Tournament, if you don't know, is a crossover between Pokémon games and Tekken Tournament, which is a 3D fighting game. And uh, it's it's not a crossover in the fact that it has characters from both, but it's it's just this idea of a Pokemon fighting game that plays like a Tekken tournament game, if that makes sense. Uh, I've never really gotten into that series or series. There's only one game. I, okay, maybe there's two games. There's the original, and then there's the deluxe version, which came out on the Switch. Um, it originally came out on the Wii U. I think that it's likely that we will hear about a sequel to that. I think that that would be likely. I'm not 99% on that. I'm saying maybe 60%. I think it's a better than 50-50 shot that we will hear uh, that they are making Pokémon Tournament 2 or that maybe DLC for Pokémon Tournament. I think that they should probably move on from the original and, and start over with a new one, with a new engine maybe. Uh, but anyway... I think that we'll hear about that. We'll probably hear about some weird cell phone game that is, um, you know, free to play kind of garbage game. I, I a garbage game. That's me foisting my ideas about uh, phone games onto you, and I apologize. It's it's not necessarily a garbage game. Maybe it's a game that you like, but nine times out of ten, the phone games for for Pokemon, well, just phone games in general I'm not a fan of that being said I think that we'll hear something about Pokemon Go which is a phone game that I actually do like I think that that's pretty cool it's fun to go walk around outside and and catch some mons as the as the kids say I don't think the kids really say that it's just a fun thing to say all right um I asked what what do you guys think it's going to be about and I got a reply somebody said Pokemon Go Plus release date and features hopefully Detective Pikachu 2 for Switch this year. So if you didn't know Detective Pikachu, you know that movie? That that was actually based on a game. It was based on a game for the 3DS and um Francisco Ramos is saying maybe we'll get a sequel to, to Detective Pikachu, which I think would be pretty good. I've never played the original Detective Pikachu, but I've heard very good things about it. It's not my kind of game, but not every game has to be for me in order for me to report on it. So so there you go. Uh, hopefully, hopefully uh, he's right about that. And hopefully you guys all get stuff that you want in tomorrow's Direct, even if it's not stuff that I want. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about, actually, let's take a break. We'll hear from a sponsor when we come back, many, many Mario Maker courses, like lots of them. Stick around. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Good times. All right, we are back, and uh, we've got a lot of uh, Mario Maker playing to do. I don't know if you're aware, but uh, the like Mario Maker is essentially infinite Mario. Like you, you get the game, and then other people just keep making more courses for you, which is really awesome. Well, Nintendo of America tweeted out some very interesting information, which makes me very happy that I bought this game, and they said thank you. Uh, for the creativity of make or thanks to the creativity of makers around the world, there are now over 10 million playable courses in Super Mario Maker 2. To celebrate, you can now upload up to 100 courses to Course World. So, if you don't know what I'm talking, what what is Course World? Well, when you sit down and you make a Mario Maker uh, level, um, you upload it to this place called Course World, and they were limited to, I think it was 30 before, and now they've ballooned that up to 100. Now, why they have a limit to the number that you can upload, I'm not quite sure, but I, I 30 was way too low, and 100 seems really good. I think that that's a good number, a solid number. A lot of people are going to be uh, uploading more courses. Now, the one thing that I have to say is when you are playing these levels on Mario Maker, sure, there's 10 million courses, but most of those are not going to be very good levels. Most of those are like somebody drawing like two things and then uploading it to understand how it works and then never deleting it and going back and just playing. And I think that that's uh, probably probably most of the levels of those 10 million are really not good levels. That being said, some of the best Mario levels that I've ever played have been Mario Maker levels that that not Nintendo has designed. And I've had so much fun with that game. It is one of my most played games um, last year. Uh, or was it this year? You know, last year. Yeah, I got that right. So uh, one of my most played games last year. It's, it's so incredibly fun. And anytime you are looking for just some fun Mario Mario goodness you know, you you install or uh, go to the store, buy Mario Maker 2, and put it in your Switch, and you're going to have a blast. I guarantee it's a fantastic game. If you like Mario games, you're going to like this one. And uh, you can infinitely go back and play some some new things that people have uploaded. I've played Zelda-themed levels. I've played uh, Metroid-themed levels. Uh, I've played levels that tell a story. Uh, Nintendo did a wonderful thing when they made Mario Maker. And then when they brought Mario Maker 2 to the Nintendo Switch as well, I think that that was a really, really good move. Uh, speaking of big numbers, this comes to us from uh, at Nibelion on, um, on Twitter. They said, Takahisa Tara says that Astral Chain sales have surpassed expectations in a new Famitsu interview. Um, I'm not going to go through the interview and and read it all to you. First off, it's in Japanese, and then it auto-translates to uh, to English when I go to the actual website, which is ryokutya2089.com. 
Uh, that being said, if you want to follow that, go to the show notes, uh, runjumpstomp.com. This is episode 456, and you can find a link to the tweet, which will take you to the article, which will have the interview on Famitsu with Takisa uh, Taura. Uh, but the reason I bring this up is because I know that there's a lot of people out there who are big fans of Astral Chain, which was a game that was made by Platinum Games. Uh, last episode, I said that Platinum Games has said that they have a lot of information to share in 2020. And my guess is with Astral Chain surpassing the expectations made by the publisher, I think that means that we'll probably end up getting a sequel. That being said, I've not played the game. I don't know how it ends. Maybe there, it may be a sequel for Astral Chain is impossible based on the way that the story goes. I doubt it. Um, but Astral Chain sales have surpassed expectations, which is really great. It's very, very good. I've heard nothing but praise for Astral Chain. I may end up picking that up when it's on sale at some point, but right now I've just got too much to play for me to worry about it. But I've heard great things about that game, and I'm happy to hear that their sales have surpassed expectations. So in addition to Bayonetta 3, my weirdo prediction that Wonderful 101 is going to be coming to Nintendo Switch, uh, I think that Platinum Games will also be talking about the fact that they're going to start working on Astral Chain 2, uh, whatever this subtitle may be. All right, in the intro of the show, I mentioned that there's some weird Joy-Cons. These are not from Nintendo, and I think this is from a German site. It's called MySnakeBite.com, and they have these weird Joy-Cons with like a face on them, almost like a skeleton face, it seems like. Uh, basically, uh, they they call these the Multi-PlayCon Black and Gray Switch and Switch Lite, and it's basically a Joy-Con that has like a shell it is just a little bit more comfortable for you to use. It looks like they don't snap on the side, which makes perfect sense to me. Uh, it looks like they don't snap on the side. The thumbsticks are in a better position than they are on the default Joy-Con because they don't have to worry about it being held another way. So if you're somebody who likes to play games portably, then maybe these Joy-Con are for you. I think that they're kind of cool. They're really weird looking. It looks like the little skeleton is winking at me, but I just wanted to let people know about that. And if these uh, sound interesting to you, uh, you can go check out the video uh, or you can go to the website, which is again, runjumpstomp.com. And this is episode 456. Um, last thing that I want to talk about before I wrap up the show today is Wargroove. Wargroove, uh, Double Trouble arrives February 6th. If you don't know what Wargroove is, it's this fantastic strategy game. In a year without Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses, I think that Wargroove would have won best strategy game. But uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses just came in and just steamrolled everything. It was just such a great game. In fact, I think it's the highest rated first party Nintendo game this year. Or, I'm sorry, last year. Uh, I think I remember reading that. But uh, Wargroove is this cool pixel art game based on Advance Wars, which are these old uh, Nintendo, or I think it's level 5. I think it might be level 5. Same company that makes Fire Emblem, basically. Uh, they used to make this other series called Advance Wars where you were, like, commanding tanks and stuff like that. 
Well, they took the pixel art and the gameplay style itself, and they they took all of that and they smashed it together with some fantasy vibes and put it out war groove. This is another game where you can make your own stuff, so it has infinite levels if you want. I did not finish it, but I really had fun with the time that I spent playing it. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who did finish it and really, really enjoyed it. It's a wonderful game, and it did get nominated for Strategy Game of the Year, and it deserved it. The only problem is that Fire Emblem Three Houses came out in the same year. So uh, they they are putting out some DLC. comes out February 6th. It includes, uh, it's called Double Trouble, and it, it has uh, new heroes as well as some other stuff. Uh, I think overall... It looks cool. Am I going, am I really interested? I don't know. I I mean, it's free, so, I mean, why the hell not? But at the same time, I feel like I played uh, what I wanted to out of Wargroove, and going back to it is probably not going to happen for me anytime soon. But if you're somebody who, you know, you, you went through and you beat all of the campaign and then you made your own stuff or you played some online stuff and you're looking for more, then guess what? You're getting free DLC, and you cannot say anything bad about free stuff. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's wrap up the show and get out of here. Oh, actually, one more thing before I go. Uh, I have um, uh, a listener, Esten, wrote in to me, and they asked, I can't remember if you've ever mentioned them on the show. What are your thoughts on Amiibos and their life cycle? Um, is it Amiibos or Amiibo? I think it's just Amiibo. Anyway. Uh, my thoughts on their life cycle. Uh, you know what? I feel like I want to talk about this, but I I don't know that I can do it in five minutes, which is how much time I feel like I have left in the episode. So I talked a little bit too much about other stuff. I'm going to do a bonus episode on Saturday for just the Amiibo topic, I think. And um, we'll come back to it. Uh, later on this week. So uh, if you haven't already, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, click the bell so you get notified when I put out that little that, that other video. And uh, if you um, want to listen to it on your on your headphones or whatever, then just make sure that you subscribe to the podcast in whatever podcasting app that you prefer. All right, become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Get a hold of me by emailing me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, or reach out to me on Twitter. That's actually the preferred method at runjumpstomp. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. If you're looking for ways to support the show, Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Or if you're buying some um, uh, some eShop gift cards for yourself, if you're looking to buy some digital games, use the links in my show notes to buy those eShop gift cards, and it directly supports me and doesn't cost you anything extra. The music you're hearing right now is Cornaria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'll see you next time. Until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye.